I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Tens of thousands of protesters took to the streets again in Cairo today. It was the seventh straight day that demonstrators demanded the removal of President Hosni Mubarak. They did not get their wish, but Mubarak did swear in a new cabinet. He replaced the interior minister, whom protesters had blamed for heavy-handed police tactics. A retired police officer will take over the post. He'll have his hands full right away. Demonstrators are hoping to get a million people to march through Cairo tomorrow. The world's Matthew Bell is there. It seems to grow more intense by the day, Matthew, these protests. Does the voice of the demonstrators grow more united as well? You know, one thing, Marco, that's been sort of the unifying cry here as this thing has gone on for a week, and that is the personality of Hosni Mubarak. This has been consistent the whole time. You're just hearing again and again, we want Mubarak out. Here's an example of what I've been hearing, Marco. I'll stay here until Mubarak go out. We hate Mubarak. We do not accept it. No, Kalas, enough is enough. And Mr. Mubarak, bye-bye, thank you. And we need a change. All with me. Tahya Mas! Tahya Mas! Tahya Mas! Tahya Mas! What they're chanting there, Marco, is basically Viva Egypt. And it's a theme that you see on the signs when I talk with people. It's just focused on the personality of Hosni Mubarak. Yeah, so it's all focused on Mubarak. I'm wondering if there's anybody you spoke with, any protesters who don't support Mubarak, but also are aware that his ouster could lead to a worse and potentially more chaotic situation than, than what they've got right now. It's hard to have those kind of conversations in a way out there on the street because mm. things get very heated. There's lots of discussion. Marco, there are Mubarak supporters, of course, in Egypt, uh, particularly in rural areas, in some of the wealthiest parts of Cairo. I did even talk to a guy in the square who came up and said, listen, I don't love Mubarak, but he gave us stability for 30 years. He pointed to a burning building and said, look, you know, we don't want this thing to go to the point where we destroy the country. What happens, though, if Mr. Mubarak feels the need to use more force? What if he pushes the army to confront the protesters to disperse, you know, by any means necessary? Marco, of course, that's a huge question, and, and it's what people in the news media and people on the street and, and I think all over Egypt and, and beyond are asking right now is, is how does this thing end? There's a state news agency report, Marco, that came out tonight and said the Egyptian military issued a statement that the army won't use force against the people. And then the statement went further and said that the people's demands are legitimate. This is a new statement. It's hard to put it into context and tell you exactly what it means. But I would say it looks like bad news for Hosni Mubarak because if he's going to get these people off the streets, it seems to me there's only one way to do it, and that is using force. I talked with a writer and an activist from Cairo who's been in the streets. His name is Ahmed Al-Asali. And I asked him if he could ever fathom a Tiananmen Square type of scenario with Egyptian soldiers clearing the square by force. Again, this is Egypt. We are Egyptians. We know, I know we've been behind for some time, but we know things about ourselves. And we know that our soldiers that has been trained to protect the soil of this land will not shoot at us. And if they do, we still won't go home. And I don't think they would. Matthew, uh, I don't think they'll shoot at us. That's a pretty risky assumption. Are, are these protesters as fearless as that man and ready to ride this out no matter what the cost? I've heard some people express more trepidation than that guy did and say, we don't know which way the army's going to go. They worry about maybe there's a split in the army. 
they don't put it past Hosni Mubarak to give an order to use force against the people. So there are some who are sort of equivocal on that, but I've talked to many more who are just gung-ho and say, we are even willing to die if that's what it takes to bring down this regime. With that brinksmanship aside, Matthew, I mean, even just tens of thousands of people in the streets of Cairo must create a, a general sense of insecurity right now. Yeah, I haven't been outside of Cairo, but the place has a, a real surreal feel here. The days, last few days have started off. Basically normal traffic has picked up in the morning. You see people out in the streets, but you don't see many shops open. The curfew today, it kicked in at 3 p.m. Basically the streets cleared of, of any vehicles. And then as it sort of got closer to dark, you see these neighborhood watch groups and they've come out and put these makeshift checkpoints in the street. There are guys standing with guns, clubs, knives, whatever they've got. They're checking IDs, and they say they're keeping their neighborhoods safe. So it's just not normal. The world's Matthew Bell. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Marco.